Okay, let's keep moving along. We are on day 21 of 100 and continuing with excerpts from my Enneagram Introductions workshop. So let's jump in. Today we'll be talking about uh, what the Enneagram can do for us by way of an illustration I like to use that we'll just call the 360 degree theory. I always like to start with a visual. So I'm going to ask you to kind of do um, an imaginative exercise with me just real quick. And that's just to kind of think of the Enneagram symbol, uh, the circle in three dimensions. And if you can picture us all standing around it and each of us standing on our point. So if I'm standing on point four, you know, I'm looking across the circle and I'm seeing folks on type eight and, and type nine and, you know, we're each standing on our point. Um, and I want to, want you to think about if we're all observing an image, we're all looking at something physical in the middle of the circle, we're all going to have a unique view of that object. And quite literally, I'm going to see about 40 degrees of that object really clearly. And the people across the circle from me are going to see the other side of it very clearly, but they're not going to see what I'm seeing and vice versa. And so we each are going to be seeing a different facet of this one thing that we're looking at. So we're all looking at the same thing, but we're seeing something different. And what happens over time is that as we continue to return to our default perspective, if, if our pattern keeps us kind of anchored to our point of view, our point along that circle, then we get really, really good at seeing and paying attention to that 40 degrees of this whole picture of anything. And we need all of the other points of view to get a holistic picture or a complete view of anything. And, you know, in this illustration, we're talking about a physical object. We're imagining that. But this, this scales. It's not just about physical things or just visual things even. It's, it's our perspective on anything from an email to someone's tone of voice to global politics. It's, it's everything. We, we've got this really clear view of some very specific things. We're attuned to notice and to pay attention to very specific things. And over time, as that solidifies, other things get filtered out. And what happens is our energy follows our attention. That's part of the pattern. That's part of what keeps these things in place. If we're not doing some intentional work of being aware of where our attention and our energy is going and asking if that's where we want it to go. And if not, that's where we can, like we talked about a couple of days ago, hopefully pause and have that moment of choice to choose a different option. So our default perspective becomes this habitual, patterned, really survival strategy at some point and gets in, ingrained and perhaps this has served us quite well in in childhood but uh, but less so or less often in adulthood and at the very least it is helpful for us to be able to visit other points along that circle other points of view and and just begin to get a broader 
view and experience of the world and of any situation that we might find ourselves in. And at the very least, it helps us to um, understand that there are other points of view and to value those and that input rather than insisting that our way of seeing is the only way or fearing or demonizing other perspectives. We can learn to value those because we can never really get, again, a full picture of anything without other perspectives besides our own. So I'm actually going to pause there tonight. We'll let it be a brief reflection, but we'll jump right back in tomorrow and pick up where we're leaving off. And I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Bye.